Welcome back to another episode of Amber and the Truth, where we what? Expose the truth that is, gospel truth that is. And today I'm back with another episode of, well, as you can see from the title, it's called Tested and Tried. Got that, um, I got that title from one of my um, assistant pastor's sermon he preached, and it kind of hit home for me. Um, the reason why I didn't upload last week is because I have been going through it. Um, I don't even think it's been a week. I think it's been almost two weeks, to be honest. Um, I don't even know when I uploaded last for a podcast. This The theme of this year for me and from what my father keep, let, keep letting me see the words, hear the words, you know what I'm saying, is consistency and discipline. And I started out the year so ready for whatever God had um, had ready for me honestly I was like okay so we're gonna do this and he gonna we're gonna go to like I had plans to be a church way more had plans to um had plans to like just you know get everything about um it was just it's just it's just been a lot I had plans to like really prosper in God and the devil was like oh you you trying to oh no we're not letting that happen and he'd been coming after me since the beginning of the year um it's it's been it's been hecka rough you know what i'm saying Whew, um trying to figure out how to tell this story because it's going to be a little slight story time but i also wanted to tie into something spiritually so for me um these i've been i feel like if i'm wrong lord you know please forgive me but i feel like i'm in my job season i'm in a season where a lot of destruction is happening and it's because god is purging me and and getting me ready for the next elevation and at first it didn't feel like that i was just like um why is everything literally falling apart when the last two years god you have had me like you've had my back like kyra pratt and I just don't understand where all this is coming from because at first I thought it was just one singular thing like at first it started with us not having power on the, on the on our side of the house and having to sleep in the cold and in silence me I don't like sleeping in silence I like having my tv on um and that was like it was a little inconvenience you know what I'm saying and then my car went out now that hurt that felt like a, a gut punch I was like oh snap my car like I wanted to go to church more. That was my intent. Like, me and my sister had made spiritual goals. We had made a list. And we were like, okay, so we're going to go to church this day and this day. And we're going to make sure we're going to make it a habit. And, again, the devil was like, no, you're not doing any of that. So I'm going to just end your car and that'll be it. And I was just like, damn, okay. And then after that, um, he, of course, more familial things are going on. Um. How do I explain this, you guys? Okay, so I live with a person who has demons. It is a, it is my guardian. Well, I'm grown now, so she's not really my guardian, but she helped raise me. Help. What am I saying? She raised me. Um, and for a long time, up until I had the, um, the knowledge of Christ and the truth that He brings with having Him, I just thought my grandmother was old, crotchety, and mean. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking that's just who she is. And it is who she is, but it's also not who she is if Christians catch my drift. Um, once I became to get more illuminated and enlightened in Christ, God began to let me know a bunch of things. Um, spirits, to separate them from evil spirits, from um, God's angels, from hearing God's voice and not hearing his voice. And I've become very knowledgeable in 
seeing and, and like very knowledgeable in discernment. Like I have discernment. I can peep a demon like it's no problem. I really can. I can just tell when someone has them off bat I see it and I just be like mm, recognizing and stuff like that like I can't stand there but it's you know it's a gift God gave me so I can't be mad at that at least it gives me like a, a, a wall I can put up spiritually like okay we're well, not about to manipulate play me whatever because I see you for who you really are um so what the story I'm about to say is very it is controversial and um I already told it in the last episode you should know what happened um when I, uh, when I put going through a storm, um, not the last episode, the episode before that, I talked about how what went down with my grandmother and um, how, like, how her birthday turned out and how um, it just escalated to a point to where it didn't need to escalate to. And um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, you can go watch, um, go, I mean, go watch, go listen to going through a storm, even though that one is... The audio on that's kind of messed up, so I'll explain it a little bit. So basically, my grandmother um, has a cousin. Uh, my grandmother's niece ordered her some food on her birthday for a surprise. My sister and I didn't know about the surprise, so some man comes and drops off food with a whole per- another person's name on it. So we're assuming that it is um, it is somebody else's food. We're not assuming it's my grandmother's because again, her name's not on it. No one's name that we know is on it. So we're assuming it's a mistake. So we take a few bites of the food, and instead of people being um, rational and wanting their money back, or either a new plate, even though the food wasn't gone, it wasn't all eaten, it was just a few bites of it eaten, regardless, people lost their sh- because of it, and they were upset. Instead of like rationally being like, hey, just give me the money, and I can just reorder it right now, or you can go get it, like at this, like it wasn't... It wasn't that serious, but it escalated to a point to where it didn't need to. So after all of that calmed down, me and my sister thinking everything is okay. Turns out after that um, altercation, the niece of my grandmother called CPS on my sister in retaliance. To retaliate against me, I want to say that. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I believe that... Um, it is specifically for it was specifically for me because I was like she was a crossfire so again um it, it the argument turned out to be something more than it was which is why the uh, the niece called CPS and we're like number one you don't you don't just call CPS on people because you're angry at them that, that that's abuse of power and of course since I know that this particular person literally, works for the kingdom of darkness i shouldn't expect anything less than kingdom of darkness behavior so she calls the cps or whatever and before everything escalates to a head me and my sister are thinking this is someone random who called and who's we don't know them but i don't know why we would think that of course it would be a family member who we live with who is around my sister would be calling so um so my grandmother basically allowed her niece to call CPS on us. A niece, I ain't seen her since I was a child, since I was a teenager. I haven't seen her, uh, my aunt in a very long time. And she doesn't know us as adults, but 
since me and my sister are growing in Christ, of course, we're developing enemies that we've never seen before, of course. So, um, all day, every day, my grandmother sits on the phone and she complains about what we do and what we don't do. Mind you, it is manipulation, the first form of witchcraft, really. Um, manipulation and she lies and she conjures up these things in her head to make herself believe that well well yeah to make everyone around her who she's convincing believe that we are these horrible people meanwhile we're just trying to grow in Christ that's literally what we're doing we're grown people I've moved out of the house my sister has moved out of the house at some point we both know what it's like to buy groceries to provide for our house paper towels plates whatever we need i'm saying to keep a house clean to keep a house going you cook you clean and you do it every day this we don't have to be told to cook clean take out trash and do none of that because we're grown and we already know that we have to for you to get on the phone to sit and lie to others it's class a narcissism to make everyone believe you're the victim that's fine i already know we're going to be slandered in the name of jesus christ that's fine we just have to get used to people knowing that about us we have to get used to people just really talking mess so as we're um as everything you know escalates and we it comes to the day to where the social worker comes and look you know make sure that everything's all right with the kids she begins to access about events that have specific dates and times and now i'm sitting there like how uh, wow like okay and, and, and like i'm so in a daze like i'm like she's sitting there asking questions and i'm in my head thinking like how does she know about what day and what time did this happen? Like, what the, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm starting to put two or two together in my head and the stuff is equaling four. And um, she begins to ask me a question and I was just like, in my head, I don't even hear her. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking and she's like, I'm like, oh, you're talking to me. So I answer a question or whatever. And I'm just, and that's all she needed. She was just a question for me. And so I just go back into my room. I'm sitting there thinking like, Cuz got dates and times. Somebody we know called CPS. So eventually, lo and behold, we find out um, my grandma did it. I don't care if she didn't physically pick up the phone and call. You did it. You set it up so that a demon can come attack our lives. <sighs> Just what we go through in the name of Jesus. Um, <laughs> so see, um, and meanwhile, and this is what's crazy is that. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen Left Behind, it's a great movie. It's a trilogy. It's a movie about what happens when the rapture happens. I love that movie. Um, what happens is that basically, um, and there's a scene in the movie where the Antichrist, which is, you know, um, a evil spirit, or maybe the devil himself, I don't really get it. I'm going to assume Antichrist is a, a, a high principality type of demon and they're in a, in a room and um basically the antichrist shoots two people and everyone around in the room sees that he is seeing that it was, he has shot two people but because the devil is working in high levels and have power to an extent he can manipulate whatever was seen so while we see two people being shot by one person when everyone leaves the meeting everyone has the same recollection they saw somebody grab a gun from the um security shoot themselves and shoot the second person meanwhile that never happened the, the devil literally manipulated their uh, manipulated their sight or manipulated their mind to make them believe that's what they saw so they left the meeting like it's just sad what happened why would he kill himself like and i'm looking at the movie like 
what? Like, hold on. I had to, I had to sit and think. I had to ponder to myself because I'm like, okay, what does this mean? Like, do you mean that the devil could manipulate thoughts? Like, I knew that because, of course, I've had thoughts that are brought to me that weren't my own. But as far as something happening in front of my face and then the devil literally relaying it different to somebody who's in the same room as me seeing what I just saw and they see something completely different. That's what he does. And I was like, wow. And the reason why I bring that up is because while the social worker is here and they're talking to us and um, and she calls both me and my sister in. At this point, um, we didn't had a, I had a conversation with her. My sister had a conversation with her. She talked to my grandma. She's trying to access what's really going on. Um, at this point, the the social worker says that it's a really a problem between me and my grandmother. I am bold in Jesus Christ, and I'm going to always be bold in Jesus Christ, and the demons and everything that is around evil hates that about me. And I'm starting to notice that my grandmother hates that about me. Again, I know this is not her. This is the demon inside of her, which is why I'm able to do just to tell the difference and know the difference. So the social worker is talking to us, and she breaks down how this is an issue between me and my grandmother and how... Um, Basically, we are to basically move out and we are to get our own place. It's the best time that we should do that. And um, and I'm like, of course, like, but the reason why I haven't moved, the reason why I, re- I don't move and don't get up and just leave is because I'm following the word of my father. I don't just do what I want. Though sometimes I want to, you know what I'm saying? And, and though sometimes I do in little ways, like reading less than I should but as far as like major life decisions I'm not just doing what I want so I I rely on God and people who aren't spiritual people who aren't Christians who don't understand how this life works they see that as crazy so my grandmother tells her that like she's telling me that God told her to be here and da 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 and of course the lady's looking at me like I'm freaking crazy like you guys are crazy you know what I'm saying like ain't no God told you to be here or whatever and I'm like the reason why I know I'm supposed to be here because I have no way out. If I had a way out, then I would I have options, right? I don't have a way out right now, so I know this is where God wants me to be. So I just, I've just been pleading that or whatever. So the social worker comes to the conclusion, like, okay, so you're going to have to, my grandma going to have to get paperwork on both me and my sister to go down to the court to get legally kicked out. Um, she lied and told the lady that I, I, I hit her, like I beat on her, like she's suffering from elder abuse, like legit told her that. It's written on paperwork. Um, told her that I call her out her name, and I, I do. Well, okay, I mean, let me be honest with you. So I'm not calling her out her name, I'm calling the demons out of their name. When I call it and I speak to the demon, I speak to it as it is, and that upsets her and them. So that's what she means, I'm calling it out her name. Um, and it's just all of that spiraled and it kind of pissed me off because you almost had my sister's kids taken away and you kind of disrupted our life like we were trying to do something here trying to figure out something trying to get stuff going for Christ in our spiritual lives and you kind of disrupted that and it angered me I was angry for about a smooth week I didn't speak I didn't say a word I didn't even look in her direction I was so angry because I didn't understand like first I was like God like what is this like okay I get you wanted us here but like why are you having us fight tooth and nail to be at a place we don't want to be at the person who owns the house don't even want us here so like what's up like what the you know and, and God has revealed to me over time that this is this is this is my mistake place this is where I make my mistakes this is where I grow this is where he um he purges me this is where I, everything is going like the woman I'm going to be starts here and I was just like okay 
well, can you make it a little more bearable? Because this whole arguing and, and having knives put on me and, and, and physically fighting her off of me strictly because I just love Jesus is a little is, is, is a lot for me because I've never been in a physical fight a day in my life. And it wasn't until I chose Jesus Christ as to when I started getting in physical fights. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. The demons really hate me. They really don't like me. I'm a threat to the kingdom of darkness. And that pissed them off. And they're going to have to just be mad. So I spent an entire week angry. Um, I'm upset. Um, I'm reading my Bible and I'm into it, but I'm not into it like I really want to be into my Bible. And I'm just mentally distracted and all of this happens. So I allow myself to fall. I allow myself to 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 just be in self-pity, to like just feel bad for myself. Because at this point, the first week that it happened, me and my sister are like, okay, we're in a rush. Because we're like, okay, what do we got to do? How we got to do it? We got to get up out of here. How are we going to find a place? Because mind you, like we're in a freaking housing crisis. Like it's hard to find an apartment or apartments are like triple their size and they want you to make triple the rent no one no one in the united states makes triple the rent like they don't give a damn they're, they're not caring so i'm just thinking about all of that and how hard it's going to be able to find and then i think i get a silver lining a shining lining because i um, i work at the church cleaning the church once a week and i go and um one of the, the sister pastor came to me like hey i know somebody who needs a who needs some roommates and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, God, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I come talk with the lady. I sit down and we chop it up. I go to her house. Everything's perfect. Everything looks perfect. Looks like a perfect environment for children, um, for me to continue to do what I do with YouTube and filming and stuff like that. And it just looked perfect. And I called the next day to, to, to set it up to, so she can meet my sister and we can go over the house and, and figure out how much stuff that's going to cost and rent and all of that. And I call her and she's like, oh yeah, I changed my mind. And I'm like, god what she she changed she changed her mind like what does that even mean you know and i was just sitting up there like bro like i let that get to me i think that was a straw that really broke the camel's back for me emotionally because i was holding up but i wasn't strong enough so mind you at this point i haven't had a car for about a month and a half you know what i'm saying so i haven't been to church since then except for maybe two or three times and like without my Sunday school without my two church services and without my meetings with discipleship my my spirit is starving the Holy Spirit needs its food and I haven't been giving it to it other than reading my Bible which wasn't enough and I just felt myself just slowly sink away slowly drip away like I was just like okay well I'm done with this like I'm so tired of this bullshit you know what I'm saying I'm so tired of going through stuff so tired of this season like it's it's it, it's irritating me it's getting on my nerves and I just I let myself fall like I said and I just let everything get to me I let the devil's thoughts and him and his evil lies just get and sit into my head like oh you ain't gonna never be nothing you ain't gonna want nothing you ain't gonna never get out of here you ain't gonna never be sh like you know what I'm saying like I just let I just let myself believe it because mind you I'm quenching the Holy Spirit at this time like I don't have any haven't been able to get any spiritual food so like of course I'm believing the devil's lies and of course that I'm not hearing him correctly and how and and I'm not combating the devil's lies with scripture that I very well know and it's just I let him run you know what I'm saying and sometimes when we get into these these difficult times that God allows us to go through that literally brings glory to him and makes us better in the middle of it we're not thinking about any of that we damn near want to quit and I, I, I was this close, like the emoji. I was this close to quitting. I was this close to being done. I was this close to, like, giving up, you know what I'm saying? Because it was a lot. And I was just like, bro, like, I can't do this, God. And, and, 
and I end up falling off. Um, I end up letting lust in, come in and cloud my mind for a couple days. And I'm just listening to secular music. I'm watching secular things and I just fall all the way off. And the cherry on top was that I lost my streak. So anyone, um, I use the Bible app to help me. Um, I have a Bible plan to help me read, um, uh, what is it? Scriptures and books every day. And I had, my streak was 230. And the minute I fell off for only three days, that's it. And on that third day was the last day I remembered my streak. I was like, let me go to the uh, app real quick so I can get my streak. It was gone. I started back at one. So I was like 230 days in my Bible and reading it every day and staying fresh on fire for God. And I lost it in three days. And that kind of made me mad because I was like, Ugh. now you didn't piss me off. Now you got my streak gone. Now you messing with my life. You ruining things. You taking away things from me. You making family members hate me. And you going to take away my streak. It was just a lot. So I'm just sitting here feeling bad for myself. And one thing uh, about my father is that he loves me. God loves me. He cares for me so much. And our relationship is different. I don't know about y'all, but my relationship with God is, is we are very, the way he speaks to me is the way I kind of speak to my sister. Like he's very charismatic and he lets me know things in a funny way. And sometimes when he needs to be serious, he's serious. And, but other times it's, it's really goofy. Like, so while I'm sitting here and this is my last straw and I'm just like, I'm over this. Um, I came across two videos. One of them was Gabriel, that guy Gabriel on TikTok. I keep talking about him because for whatever reason, God speaks to me through that man specifically. Um, so I'm scrolling and I see a, a, I see a video and he's basically talking about how God has blessings for us and we don't go and get it. Like God's literally holding it in his hands. Like here, just come and get it. And we're like, how do I get it, God? where do I go? And God's like, I'm right here. Give me your time and I will give you the blessing. I'm over here. Hey. And we're like, where is God? Like, I wish he would bless me. And he's like, are you stupid? Are, are you dumb? I'm right here. Like I'm literally right here. You're not coming to me. And that's not verbatim what the video said. I'm just saying, I'm just exaggerating. Like basically he was like, I'm right here for your blessing. And you're not even trying to come to me. And I just sat there and I thought like, yeah, my God, you do got blessings for me. And I'm just like doing my own thing right now. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was just like, okay, that was the first video. And then I come across another video that kind of like just sparked it off for me. That just made me get up out of my pity and just get up and stand up for the Lord. There was a, um, you know, the, the sound on TikTok that was like, you girls be acting weak in the knees. Stand up stand up you know what I'm saying and um I ran across that video but it was a Christian version of it and it basically said you walking around here in your self-pity acting like you ain't got God's victory stand up and I felt that I knew that was from my father I knew it was from him because it specifically hit I was sitting up there like no he didn't just you acting weak in the knees stand up get up Walk like you got some victory. Walk like you got God behind you. Walk like you 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 know like you don't know the, how this story ends. You know what I'm saying? Like evil is going to be done away with. At the end of the day, my God is still on the throne. He's still making decisions. Everything's going to be all right, Amber. You okay? Get up, read your Bible, put on your armor for the day, and act like you got some sense. And I don't know what it was about that, but it kind of just spoke to me. It spoke to my soul, and it spoke to me. And I got up, and I had just 
mentally made the the change like okay tomorrow is sunday you're gonna get your shit together you're gonna repent you're gonna go to the altar you're gonna give god everything you'll give him your all and i'm gonna ask him to set me back on fire for him so i can get back to work and i can get back to making these videos and get back to being consistent with these podcasts and regardless of what's going on in my household and where i'm living i know that i am fine because god has my back all things work for the good of those who love god and i love him so i'm all right Sometimes we just sit and wallow in the pity that the devil brings to us. We do. We sit and have our own little pity party and just be sad. And that's okay, but don't do it for too long. I did it for way too long. This is my my second time coming to y'all telling y'all to get up. This is your warning. This is your... If you're looking for God to say something to you and you just happen to come across this, this is what he's saying to you. Quit acting weak in the knees. Stand up and walk and act like you got glory. Walk and act like you got blessings and walk and act like you got the father God who was on his throne literally as your right hand man. Act like it. You're not out here losing. Okay, he hurt your feelings. Build a bridge. Pray. Read your Bible. Get over it because you need to come back to me and focus on what I got up for you. So this is my encouragement to you guys. Who's ever just sitting in their pity party who's just wallowing in their sadness stand up and get up and act like you got the victory because you do do not let these lies sit and fester in your head for any time longer and that's it (laughs) that's all i wanted to say you guys i just wanted to let you know that's where i've been honestly um it's been kind of hard but today was me starting over today was me picking up where i left off today was me acting like i got the victory because i do I want to thank you guys for listening and for watching if you're watching. And as always, I will see you or you will see me next time. Peace.